Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Bird Brains, along with ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end Ken Dunnick. I've got my partner from the Trenton Times and NewJersey.com, Mark Eckel. And, Mark, we're going to talk a lot about Eagles and the merciful end to this ungodly bad preseason. It's going to change the way we watch football in the future. But I do want to mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine is more than just an upscale men's magazine. Our Legacy Club network has over 300 members and is a vital tool for local networking. If you would like more information on how Jersey Man and Philly Man can help your business, please call 856-912-4007 or email ken at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So let's talk a little bit about the merciful end, as I said, to this preseason I truly believe with everything going on that um, we're going to go to 17 or 18 games. One of those may be a playoff game, might be an extra buy, but this farce really can't continue, can it? No, I mean, and like you said, this, this, as bad as this has been this summer, there's going to be a good ending to it because this, this will be the last time fans have to suffer through four preseason games. I think next year you'll they'll be down to two. That's a great term, suffer through it. Because, I, you know, as much as I love football, I, oh, I li- literally I cannot watch all of the, the, the whole game. I can't. I just – yeah. You know, I I, and, I, and I root for these kids that are trying to make the team. I was in that position. I know it's important to them, but it just doesn't hold my interest. No, me, mine either. And I, like you said, I'm, I'm, I've covered football for over 30 years. I've – you know, even the last couple of years, it seems like this year's was worse than any than any other year. I mean, I've never been a big fan of preseason, but this year it's just, and not just the Eagles. I mean, we we're talking Eagles here, but it's not just the Eagles. It's it's the Green Bay Packers, it's the Dallas Cowboys, it's the Miami Dolphins. It's 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 every team. They're just, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I think a lot has to do, Mark, with when you uh, make a statement before the first preseason game that you are not going to play your starting quarterback or a lot of your starters for the entire preseason. What reason does the fan have to watch? I mean, I know everybody loves football. People love their Eagles in Philadelphia, but you have to give them a reason. You're charging these people full fare, parking tickets and everything. You have to put some kind of a marketable product on the field. And that, and we went. That's what we we've talked about. That that's where the problem comes in. If they were charging half price or um, buy one get one free for the two preseason games, however you want to do it, then you get. Then I give them a little. I I cut them a, a little bit of a break and say, okay, well, they're 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 telling you by by lowering the price that it's not going to be the the real thing. Um, but no, it's just been this year more than ever. And I think. Teams are just getting scared. I think they're like the Eagles are. The Eagles were scared to put Carson Wentz out there for whatever, for whatever reason. They didn't want him. I mean, he needed to work. There's no. I don't want to hear about practice and well, they they had a couple of scrimmages against the Ravens in practice. No, because guess what? No one hit Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz yeah. hasn't been hit since whenever he last played a game. Yeah, right? you can't you can't replicate game speed. There's there's no question about. Hey, let's jump into the meat of this thing. A couple. Okay things that have happened here fairly recently, Deshaun Jackson, who's a great addition uh, back to this Eagles roster. Um, he broke his ring finger. And I can tell you that the Eagles are downplaying this and saying he's going to be ready for the regular season. Well, the regular season is only a week and a half away. And I can tell you that that's a painful injury. And not so much when you're catching the deep ball, when the quarterback gets some air under it and can float it to you. But when you're running a comeback route or a hook, and the 
quarterback's got to get you the ball, that can really affect the way you catch it. I was going to ask you that. Had, have you, had you ever broken a finger? I've never broken a finger, but I've had jammed fingers and knuckles where it makes it very painful. Now, you can, you can tape it up. And you, know, you can shoot the finger, and you can get some relief. But then when you shoot it with, with Novocaine or whatever they're using these days, you don't have the feel. Exactly. Now, we didn't have these, uh, I don't know what you call these gloves these days, but these guys, they're making these one-handed catches. I, I swear there's stick them uh, on, on top of the glove, even though you can't use it anymore. But, you know, I do think a broken ring finger has to be a, a little bit of a cause for concern because Deshaun Jackson is meant to be a big part of this offense this season. Yeah, if – if you told me Lane Johnson broke his finger, I wouldn't be not a problem. You know, wrap it up and go out and block somebody. But no, exactly. a receiver needs his hands exactly. more than any other, other than a quarterback. That's the most important position where you need exactly. your hands. Um, yeah, it's going to be. And like you said, Eagles are downplaying it for obvious reasons. But no, that is a concern. Another concern I have on the injury front is Fletcher Cox. No question. They they rarely see him out at practice. He's usually in the, in the training room, and when you're getting this close to the year, that makes me nervous. Yeah, I mean, again, he, you know, there are guys that, that are held out for they just don't want to play him, but they're fine. I'm not sure that's the case with Fletcher Cox. I don't think he's fine. And even though I've seen quotes from Doug Peterson where, oh no, we expect him there opening day. Well, let's see. Okay, and I'm I'm not I'm not going to be stunned if when I'm watching the game against the Redskins if before, you know, that, that, that morning they come out and say Fletcher's not active. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe he's not. Cause there's something going on there that we don't know. Yeah. There was a foot injury. And again, they're being a little bit nondescript on what's going on there. But I can tell you for a big guy, especially uh, foot injuries uh, can be very troublesome. You know, I played with, uh, with a receiver back with Eagles and stars, Scott Fitzke, mm. who had a, he had kind of a, um, a stress fracture in his foot and he kept re-breaking it. So, you know, when you, the, the pounding that these guys take, they're on their feet all the time, practice games, whatever, you know, foot injuries can be very concerning and very troublesome. And let's hope Fletcher, Fletcher Cox is going to be healthy for game one. And, and he's to me, I mean, I, I've always, I've always been a admirer of, of his play from, from, you know, Year two on, I guess, whatever. Oh, he's 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 a dominant. He's the key to that Yes, I think. Don't you think? I mean, well, I do. I mean, the Eagles are the Eagles are deep at defensive line, but you know, mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox is uh, far and above the best player. Out there, no? I mean, I I would I would tend to think when the offensive coordinator of the Redskins or whoever the Eagles' opponent is that week is game planning, he's the guy they're looking at at the most. Okay. Yeah, you got you got to worry about Brandon Graham. You got to worry about this guy, but. I think when the when the film goes on and you're in a meeting room with, with your offense, you're saying, "Hey, look where he is. That's that's the guy we got to block. That's the guy we got to worry about." And but you know, there is the there is good news on the defensive injury front. The Eagles are going to get some players back. Nigel Bradham looks like right. he's getting healthy. Derek Barnett is starting to make an appearance in practice now. Uh, Ronald Darby has recovered from his ACL. He says he doesn't want to get on the field until he can play without the knee brace, and I assume that's going to be a trainer's decision. And then Rodney McLeod got some some game action last week, and he suffered an ACL early in the season last year. So the Eagles are getting some defensive players back, and that's certainly a good sign. Yeah, all but the one that I think is most important. Yeah. But, well, who, let me ask you this. Who, who's going to start at, in, at cornerback? 
since, since Jim um, Jim Schwartz wouldn't answer that question the other day when he was asked. Yeah, I mean that, that that's an interesting. You know, it, when you look at the the Eagles depth chart, and I don't know how often they update this thing, but the starters are listed as Ronald Darby and Sidney Jones. So that's, I know, but the, uh, so that would have been an easy answer, right? All right, the answer the question tells me it's not going to be those two. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I do think um, uh, it, it's it's up in the air. And, again, these teams put out limited information for public consumption. They want to keep the other teams guessing, too, because they have in, in, interns, you know, pouring over these websites. And I don't know how, how much faith you can put into, um, into that. But, um, hey, let's talk a little bit about the Eagles quarterback position because it's interesting, right? Carson Wentz, obviously, solidly the starter. Josh McCown, they gave him guaranteed money. He's definitely going to be the backup. You've got Sudfeld with the broken wrist. You've got Clayton Thorson, who they invested a fifth-round pick. And I think we both agree that uh, Cody Kessler's time with the team is limited. What do you do with Sudfeld and Thorson? Are you going to keep four quarterbacks? Are you going to keep three on the active roster, one on the practice side? Or do one of those two have to go? Well, well, here's what I think they they do, and I'm I'm not 100% sure it is. This is a – Educated speculation, we'll call it. I think the the, the roster, um, when the final cuts come down, may have all four quarterbacks on that roster. Or they may take a chance and cut Thorson and let him, letting him know, though, that the next day he'll be back. And then they'll put Sudfeld on IR with the return. Mm-hmm. So that in six weeks... They can bring him back and then and then, and then cut Thorson or put him on the practice, on the practice squad, whatever they want to do. That's my guess. I think I, I think the opening day when when they when they take the field against the Redskins, well, the, the third quarterback's not going to be active anyway, but it'll be it'll be Thorson. Um, and then or maybe not. Maybe they just keep Sudfeld. I don't know like how far what. It all depends on how long they think he's going to be out. Well, let's factor, let's, let's factor in something else. And with the uh, sudden retirement of Andrew Luck with the Colts, there's been rumors that Frank Reich, who was the Eagles offensive coordinator for their Super Bowl team, has an interest in Nate Sudfeld, bring him into Indianapolis. Do you think that could happen? I know. And it, you're, you know, that's a connected dots thing. You know, Colts was a quarterback, you know, Sudfeld, blah, blah, blah. But you know, what are you going to get for a quarterback with a broken arm? I'm not, I'm not sure you're going to get up. Well, it's a, it's a it's a broken left wrist, which really right, right. No, he's not. He can't play. I mean, the Colts need a backup tomorrow. They can't. Yeah. Wait for, I mean, you know, what I'm saying. I think there's more of an immediate. If, if the Colts, if the Colts are looking for someone to back up for percent, they need a guy that can yeah. actually back him up. Like now, not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, it, to me, a lot depends on the doctor's prognosis for Sunfeld. Is he going to be ready? You know, what, give me a day when you think he'll be able to play again, and I think that'll. If it's you know two weeks away, then yeah, you just keep him, or maybe the Colts do trade for him. If it's, if it's four, six, whatever many weeks away, then I think you got to put him on injured reserve and bring him back when he's ready. Mm-hmm. I did I'm not worried about Sports getting picked up. By the way, I mean that's that's something that no, you shouldn't oh, be concerned about. That. I don't think he, I don't think he's shown enough. He's an, he's an unproven. Everybody thought he yeah. was a reach with the fifth round pick. I don't. Unless some I don't see that. Really loved him, you know. But I don't think that's the case. And he, and he didn't have a great. Pre- I mean, 
if, if, if he was, you know, picked where he was picked or even picked low, but he went out there and really lit it up in preseason. Yeah. I thought he looked much better in the second game than he did the first. And, of course, you know, as a rookie, you have a little jitters the first time you put on the uniform. And, and let's talk about Eagles running backs. Now, the depth, the depth chart has it this way. Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, Wendell Smallwood, Darren Sproles, Josh Adams, Corey Clement, Boston Scott, and Donnell Pumphrey, who a lot of people are saying is, has limited time. How many backs do the Eagles keep? And one of those or two of those names is going to be released, and those are two pretty good players. Well, you keep four, right? I mean, you have to that, keep at least four. Are they, you, do you think they'll keep five? If they, well, if they, only keep, if they only keep two quarterbacks on that opening roster, that maybe sneak a fifth running back on. It's yeah, hard to go. It's hard to go in with an extra guy, you know, in too many spots because you run out of spots. I mean, of the, I mean, obviously Howard Sanders. Howard and Sanders are definite. Right. I would Sproul, think Sproles, I think, is definite. Yeah. And and Corey, is definite. I mean, I can't imagine they're going to give up on Corey Clement, who I would be such a role in the Super Bowl team, and he looked really good last week. Yeah, that. I mean, I would. I, I, <laughs> me personally. And I'm not there every day like I used to be, but yeah, I would have Clement locked in. But that would be my my four. My four would be Howard, Sanders, Clement, and Sproles, in that order to be too. But um, I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, Adams goes and Smallwood goes. Like, Smallwood goes, I guess. Right? right. Could be. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. Always okay. goes quickly. We will be back next week with uh, a report on the premiere of the season. Looking forward to it, Mark. Take care, everybody.